Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are in this world. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. So we're getting very close, to guys, to our marketing boot camp. Okay, that's going to be happening this uh, this uh, Saturday. <clears throat> so this episode is going to be coming out on Thursday, March 30th. And this Saturday, April 1st, we're going to be hosting our marketing boot camp. If for whatever reason you're listening to this episode after Saturday, April 1st, okay, Please read and you're interested in checking out the marketing bootcamp. Please feel free to reach out to us, or you can still follow the link in and in, in kind of like register for it if the link is still open, and we'll be able to see and 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 and, and kind of like send you a replay or something like that. Okay. And I just mentioned this because I know sometimes people might be listening to this episode weeks, even months later on. But the KNIPT Academy Marketing Bootcamp, how to take control of your marketing and fill your schedule with clients who are happy to pay you what you're worth. It's going to be this Saturday, April 1st at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay. And... Uh, uh, if you haven't snagged some of the bonuses for, 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 for registering, please go ahead and register. You're going to get a social media calendar for the months of April, May, and June, the same one we use at the K9PT. You're going to get five different plug-in use templates for a community event like Retractable Banner, along with a customizable checklist that we use for our community events as well. And then for those who join us live for the Marketing Bootcamp, we're also going to have some special bonuses as well. So please make sure they join us live, okay? Uh, uh, we are going to send a replay afterwards, but if you join us live, you're going to get 30 different plug and use social media post templates that you can use for your business. Uh, also, a template for a 12 page testimonial booklet and also a full in depth marketing plan customizable to your business. Okay. So that's what's going to be going on this Saturday. Pretty excited about it. Pretty busy week with me and Jill planning ahead of it and, and putting together the content and everything alongside with it. So it's 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 busy, but it's very exciting. I'm super pumped to for the first time be able to kind of like bring this to you guys. And we've been talking about marketing for the last couple episodes and and of course, today we're going to talk a little bit more about it for you to understand kind of like why is it that I'm doing that this Saturday? Okay. And I want to take you back to 2018. Okay. So 2018 was actually the first full year that the K9PT in my business was in business. And yes, I technically opened the business in October of 2017, but those first three months, uh, I mean, honestly, I think if I remember correctly, the three first months combined, I think I saw a total of like 12 or 13 appointments in total, in total, like three or four patients. That's it. You know, so so literally, you know, it, 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 2018 was when the business really kind of like started getting traction. OK. And, and you know, I had just opened the PT, and my challenge at that point in time that I was encountering was some pushback from the local veterinary community in Chicago as they weren't used to referring uh, uh, to a non-veterinarian, right? Because I'm a doctor of physical therapy, got my CCRT, CRI, but I'm not a DVM. So they were used to referring to veterinarians doing rehab. At that point in time, there was a couple places in the city that that they had like a, a DVM training rehab, but they weren't used to send to a physical therapist. 
to do this, okay? And, 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 and that was a challenge. And the challenge was also that over time, a lot of the veterinarians or other the veterinary clinics just had been conditioned to always send rehab referrals to a vet rehab clinic that had been around at that point in time for almost 15 years already. They had opened a long time ago. So of course, over a 15-year period, they had built a very solid kind of like referral network, as you can imagine, right? So honestly, like I didn't blame them. I didn't blame the veterinary community, you know, for those challenges that I was encountering. And I, and I truly understood where they were coming from. But what I realized at that point in time is that if I wanted to be the person in control of my own business, then I was going to have to figure out how I could generate my own leads, how I could generate my own clients, my own patients, without having to wait for another business, in this case, a veterinary clinic, to actually, actually send me patients. Okay, and that's when, you know, this was probably about like spring to summer of 2018 or so. And that's when I came across this concept of direct to consumer marketing. Okay, as and, and as I like to put it right now, and you heard me saying this multiple times is what I call real marketing. Okay, so we often think of marketing as getting our schedule full of new clients. But real marketing is about getting your schedule not just full of new clients, but full of new clients who are happy to pay you what you're worth. And that's, that, there's a big difference over there, okay? And you have to ask yourself at one point in time to what type of client do you want for your own business, okay? Because for real marketing to work, we need to be able to have a direct-to-consumer strategy, Okay, and for us to be able to do so, we need to understand where are these leads, where are these people coming from, and how they're finding us. Like, what's their pathway? What's their journey up until the point they find us? And, and when they either call us or fill out a form on their website or whatever it is, they, they had a journey up until that point, and we got to understand what it was. And a common mistake I have seen over time is we thinking that every lead, every inquiry that comes to the business, everyone who has found us is coming to us with a knowledge of how we can help them, with an understanding of what canine rehabilitation in, entails. And most importantly, we think that they're coming to us with the same level of trust and confidence that they would uh, if someone directly uh, referred them to us, someone who they know and trust. Right. What I mean by that is if someone is finding out about us through Google, for example, through an online search, they're going to have a much different level of understanding and trust of what we do compared to their veterinarian sending into us or their neighbor or their best friend or their family member who we have been seeing their dog for a while sending them to us. Right. Hopefully you can understand how there's going to be a very much different level of trust and, and, and understanding on what is that we do, depending on where these this people are coming from. Okay, and that alone is a huge reason why a lot of business owners in our field fail to make real marketing work for them. Because they don't understand the fact that different people require a different level of conversation and a different message that we're going to craft to them. Okay, <coughs> so, <coughs> excuse me, so... To make things a little bit more clear before we dive more into it, I'm going to bring back a concept that I shared before, uh, which is about the, the three different types of leads, okay? And we have and a, a lead, when I say lead, 
from a marketing perspective is anyone who has found us and has contacted us, either phone call, email, form on our website, whatever it may be, that's a lead, okay? So we have cold leads, we have warm leads, and we have hot leads, okay? And as I walk you through the difference between those three leads, we're gonna keep two things in mind. One, the problem that they have, and two, the solution that we have to offer to their problem. Okay, so you're gonna keep the problem and the solution in mind. So let's talk first about code leads. So code leads are gonna be those who don't know that they have a problem, and therefore, because of course they don't know that they have a problem, they're actually not even looking for a solution, right? How, how can you look for a solution to a problem that you don't know that you have, right? So those leads, the most common, type of ones that we're going to find are going to be the ones that we get through social media, for example, either through paid or organic uh, uh, social media, uh, through community events, and that kind of stuff, okay? And this doesn't mean that these are bad leads. This doesn't mean that we shouldn't be doing any of those things, right? I'm even sharing with you guys through for the Marketing Bootcamp some of our community marketing strategy. But what we need to understand is that it takes time for those leads then to convert into a paying customer. So we're playing this time game and we don't know how long that's going to take. It could be weeks, it could be months. I have seen even years, okay? But those are leads that over time you educate about how you can help them, how you have the solution to their problem. So that way, when they find themselves having that problem, they know where to go to. Does that make sense? So for example, if you do a community event, your goal should not be to suddenly fill up your schedule with five new evaluations the following week. Your goal, for example, should be to get as many emails as you can, and then you enter them in an automated email sequence, you start sending them monthly newsletters and so forth, educating them on how you help patients with ACL tear, how you help patients with arthritis and so forth. And then at one point in time, once their dog develop any of those injuries, arthritis, CCL tear, IVDD, hip dysplasia, whatever you've been educating them on, they're going to know that, hey, there is this place that has been telling me all this time how they help dogs with this problem. Let me contact them, right? That's why this is a time game and you don't know how long that's going to take. Does that make sense? So we need to keep that in mind. And that's actually, this time game is one of the main reasons I have found folks getting frustrated, for example, with social media marketing, because they put all this effort, all this time into it, but they, they don't see the results right away in terms of getting new clients in the schedule. But what they failed to understand is that those are cold leads. People weren't going to Facebook, to Instagram to be like, hey, let me find a canine rehab therapist. That's not what they were going to those platforms for. We just happened to pop up on their feed and they happened to start following us and so forth, right? So it's gonna take time to build that trust and they don't have the, that problem yet. So you're gonna educate them on the solution so when they are presented in their lives with that problem, they know where to go with the solution, okay? So that's the cold leads. Then let's talk about the warm leads. The warm leads then, are those who know they have a problem, but they don't know yet about the solution to that problem. 
So for example, that can be the client, the pet owner, whose older dog has been slowing down because of arthritis and they had their regular checkup with their general practitioner, you know, and you know, everything looked okay, you know, so nothing of major concern besides the, the decrease in mobility. So then maybe they were prescribed some Rimadyl, some Carprofen, and, you know, any type of NSAID or something like that. But then, you know, told to maybe take it slow and just see how the medication helps, right? But giving no further advice beyond that. Like, I'm sure we have all seen that scenario play out. Right. That can also be the client, for example, whose dog was just diagnosed with a CCL tear by their regular GP and they were referred to a surgical consult. You know, but they were given no further options in terms of like what to do besides getting a consult with a surgeon. Right. So then what I want you to do right now is put yourself in any of those two scenarios, either the pet owner with the dog with arthritis that was given medication, but no further advice, or the dog with the CCL tear that was told to go get a surgical consult, but also no other advice beyond that. So you are one of those dog owners and you know now that there is a problem with your dog, arthritis a CCL tear in these examples, but you're feeling lost and you start looking for ways to help your dog. Are you following me? So what is that you do? What is that most of us would do? Most of us are going to go to Google. We're going to go to Google and we're going to search for more information about how we can help our pets, how we can help dogs with arthritis, how I can help my dog with a CCL tear. Following me? So that's why if you understand this concept of warm leads and how they're looking for a solution to their own problem, then you can craft a message that it's going to work, connect with them, and you can build the systems around it that is going to turn Google both organically and through paid ads into your lead generation machine. So this warm leads uh, uh, like field or area, you know, uh, uh, clientele base, whatever you want to call, is where real marketing is going to take place. And is where real marketing is really going to help you build your own business. A business, like I mentioned at the top, that doesn't rely on other businesses, in most of our cases, veterinary clinics, sending us referrals. Like, seriously. Like, the reason why I was able to grow the canine PT and have helped dozens of mentees through the years do the same thing with their canine rehab business was because we learned and I teach them how to leverage these warm leads into what I'll discuss more in a little bit. Okay, but before we dive more into the warm leads, let's talk about the hot leads. So we talked about the cold leads, we talked about the warm leads, let's talk about the hot leads. Okay, so the hot leads are those that the traditional way of marketing has taught us to chase after. Those are the clients, the potential clients, the pet owners who know they have a problem and they were giving a solution to their problem, i.e. to go see you. Okay, so for example, 
Those are the veterinary referrals that we also desperately chase after. They were told by the veterinarian what the problem was. So going back to the previous examples, arthritis, CCL tear, can be hip dysplasia or whatever. So they were told by their vets, this is what's going on with Buddy. And they gave to the pet owner, maybe your contact information, maybe your brochure, or maybe told them, hey, contact this place, whatever it may be, or a list, you know, or maybe a list of canine rehab places in, the, in, the, in, in town, whatever it may be. But they were giving resources for those people to look for help. They were giving a solution to this people's problem. Right? So maybe it is a direct referral to your clinic. Maybe it's a direct referral to a rehab department at a large specialty center. You know, whatever it may be. But they were giving the solution to that problem. Traditionally speaking, those are the leads most of us, as we get into business, tend to chase after. And I've realized that that happens for two main reasons. First, it's like I mentioned, that's the traditional way of doing marketing in healthcare. Both human healthcare and veterinary field too. It just kind of like spilled into it. It is. For the physical therapist listening to this podcast, you're probably very familiar to this because I had to do this when I worked for a large corporate PT place. I had to go to local physician offices and try to market, try to give brochure, try to tell them, hey, send over your patients that have knee pain, shoulder pain, back pain, whatever it may be. Right? So that's how it has been done for decades in the field of human physical therapy and other fields too. So naturally, I think it became the tendency of a lot of us focusing our marketing efforts that same way in the field of canine rehab too. That's the first reason. The second reason, to be honest, is that those are just easier conversions to have on the phone with a prospective client. There is less rejection. There's less pushback. They're more ready to commit to seeing you. Because they were uh, told by someone who they trust, you know, their veterinarian, their friends, their family, their neighbor, whatever it may be, but they were told by someone who they trust that they need to go see you and of course, they trust the, 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 those people's opinions. So they're going to follow their advice. So of course, the conversation that we have on the phone with those people, hopefully realize by now how different it must be from someone who was actually just searching on Google, what is a CCL tear on a dog? And they came across canine rehab. And they didn't even know that canine rehab was even a thing up until that point. Like, do you see how those need to be different conversations. Okay. So then let's go back. Let's talk about the warm leads, the hot leads. But first, what is the downside then of focusing your marketing primarily on hot leads? Okay. Because a lot of us, a lot of businesses in Canine Rehab got very busy focusing their marketing on those hot leads. It has worked. It has worked very well, especially, like I said, I think on the last episode or so, when they were the first uh, a clinic offering canine rehab in town, they had no competition. Well, that worked very well. It was very easy to build this network. But how is it now with more competition? Right? 
I think that's the challenge of all of us are facing. Now, some of us do have a busy clinic, but then the challenge that we're facing is it's not being profitable and so forth, which I'm going to get to it as well in terms of why real marketing uh, helps with that too. But what is the downside of focusing your marketing primarily on those hot leads, primarily on those veterinary referrals? So the first downside is that you're fighting for a much smaller piece of the pie. So let me explain what I mean by that. And that's what I call the 7% rule in marketing. And hence, you know, giveaway, <laughs> hence the title of the episode. So there was a research article that came out about 10 years ago in, the, uh, uh, in one of the main journals of uh, orthopedic physical therapy that they looked into the, um, the frequency of how often primary care physicians would refer a patient that came to them with complaints of low back pain to a physical therapist. Okay, so it was a retrospective study and they looked at that data. And the study found that only 7% of those patients with low back pain were actually getting referred by their physicians to go see a physical therapist. That's it. 7%. Okay, so of course, the focus on, on this research was not about marketing, it was about, um, you know, access to physical therapy services. But when you look at it through the eyes of a marketer, then you realize that out of 100 patients with low back pain, who we know that most of them, if not all of them, would benefit from physical therapy, but out of 100 patients with low back pain, only seven were referred to physical therapy. Seven. Yet, since we never learn about this marketing thing in school, and this applies to any of us, PTs, vets, whoever, we don't learn about this in school, but we learn that we should try to market towards the physicians to send us those referrals, to send us that small piece of the pie. But we don't learn about to look for the other 93. They're, they still are having back pain. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to go look for help on their own. Guess where they're going to go to? Yeah, most of them are going to go to Google. Right? So let's take this concept and translate it into the field of canine rehab, right? Are we getting 7% of referrals of the dogs who we know we can help? Like, let's be real. I think there are very good GPs and surgeons who are sending a lot of patients to rehab, but as a whole, I think 7% would actually be a very uh, generous figure. Right, if I'm being honest. But let's go with the 7%. Let's go with the 7%. If you're focusing your marketing primarily on getting veterinary referrals, then you're looking for that small piece of the pie. And you're missing this whole, this whole other uh, group of people who are looking for your help, but they're not finding you. Okay, so if the first downside of focusing your marketing on primary hot leads is the 7% rule, 
Then the second downside of focusing primarily on veterinary referrals is the fact that people have the technology literally at the tip of their fingers. Like, we all have this thing, this phone, pretty much glued to our hips nowadays. So once again, put yourself on the position of a pet owner, okay? And your vet referred you to go to clinic XYZ for canine rehab. Like you took your dog to the vet and you're like, you know what? Uh, 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 um, you know, yeah, it looks like arthritis is affecting buddy's mobility, but there is a place over here. We'll give you their contact information that does canine rehabilitation for dogs. And we have heard very good things. You, you, you could check it out. So put yourself in that position. What are you going to do? once you get home right we all have done this if not in this specific case but on something else but the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go online and you're going to look up more information about clinic xyz that they just referred to you you're going to look at their website you're going to look at their google business listing at their pictures you're going to look at their reviews to see what other customers have said about them. You following me? So the what I'm trying to get you to see is that if you have a consistent real marketing message and strategy across different platforms, on how people can find you, on what they're reading on their website, on how you're educating them, on what they're finding out about you, and so forth, then what's gonna happen is that not only you're gonna get a big piece of that big pie of the 93 out of 100 that I was talking to earlier, but you're gonna get a piece of the 7% too without even trying hard. Why? Because they're going to search for canine rehabilitation in their area and they're going to come across your website. And if your message speaks to them, even though they have been referred to go somewhere else, they might still choose to go see you. Even though they were referred somewhere else, they might still choose to go see you. Because they were able to understand what you can bring to them, the value that you can bring to them, the solution to their specific problem that you can bring to them through your marketing message, through your real marketing strategies. Okay? And that's how this works. That's why this works, guys. That's why what I'm going to be teaching you this Saturday can really help you with your business. And it can really help you take control of your leads and your business, bringing you clients who you see you as the solution to their problem, who are going to want to work with you and pay you what you're worth so you don't have to undercharge for your services anymore. And that's where I was getting like a little bit into it earlier and I had to hold myself back too. 
is that a real marketing strategy not only is going to allow you to get new clients, but it's going to get clients who are willing to pay you what you're worth. A real marketing strategy is going to allow you to charge more for the same services because of how well you're going to be able to connect with people and how well they're going to be able to connect with you. And I know a lot of us struggle to charge more. We know we should be doing so. We know it. But we struggle to do so. And developing a real marketing strategy is actually also going to be the key for that. So I hope to see you this Saturday. I hope you join us for this marketing bootcamp because I promise you that this is going to open your eyes to so much more that you can do for your business. And in return, it's actually going to allow you to help even more pets and pet owners in your field, in your area. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheets, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.